Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome back. It's a green and gold Monday. The Packers, they are the top seed in the NFC. They have clinched the NFC North, won it yet again for the second year in a row. And uh, things, at least for the Packers, are trending in the right direction. Uh, now, overall, you can look at this team and say, yeah, there's some flaws. You can say that about every team in the NFC. But that's where we start the discussion. And we've been talking about for most of the day is why not the Green Bay Packers? That's the battle cry. Why not the Packers? And most of you seem to say, I have hope. Bill, I'm with you. I love the enthusiasm. But, there's always a but. But, defense stinks, Petten stinks, special teams stinks. I mean, you can pretty much go through the litany of people that are responding over there. On, And I'm not saying this. This is you saying this. I understand what the, what the Achilles heel may be with this team. The inability at time to stop the run or to tackle properly and giving up long, sustained drives, keeping Aaron Rodgers off the field, all the things that we talked about. That's how you beat the Packers. But you tell me, if you go back to listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say, why winning the NFC is so important because they've been in four NFC championship games and they've won one, and the one they won, they went on to win a Super Bowl. The first one was in Chicago. They won it, won a Super Bowl. Then they went to Seattle and that painful, painful, painful loss. Then they went to Atlanta. And Atlanta, you kind of felt that it wasn't going to happen, okay? There was nothing shocking there, you know? Even when Ripkowski fumbled that football away on the drive that looked so promising, I just don't think they had enough. They were they were just a beat-up, beat-up football team that had no business being there to begin with. And they, the fact that they got there said something about them. And then there was Seattle last year. A good offense, not a great offense, a good offense, but a defense that just got dump-trucked. So if you do get the NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field, who's going to come in and beat them? Who's going to come in and get the job done? 
the majority of teams you're talking about are warm weather teams. Now, Tom Brady's used to playing in the cold. He doesn't he doesn't really fear it. Because he's been there, done that. And they bring with them a good defensive group, as we've seen. New Orleans, eh, I don't know if New Orleans is going to come north and get a win on the, the proverbial frozen tundra. The Rams, defensively they probably could. I just don't know if they have enough offense to be able to get through the weather and the Packers. Seattle doesn't fear the Packers in bad weather, but then again, I don't think Seattle has enough to get there. I think Seattle will be gone before that. You know, you get a hot team, maybe a team like Minnesota, but I don't think Minnesota's going to make it there. But let's just say Minnesota, they they don't fear the cold weather. And they don't feel the, fear the Packers. Probably one of the three teams that I had mentioned. Probably one of those three teams. Probably be a, either Tampa Bay, New Orleans, or the Rams. I don't think Arizona's got enough to really get there yet. I don't think they've arrived. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Let's go to Clint listening to us in Rice Lake on 1090 AM. Clint, how you doing up there, man? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing good. I've been listening to all this negativity. I'm trying to bring up, you know, positivity to the Green and Gold Monday here. You bet. Happy, Do it. Uh, happy, happy NFC North champs. Yeah. Yes. We 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 got that, and we got the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. You know, a lot of these fans calling in. I, I love the show. I I work for UPS. I listen to you every day. Um, I've called thank in you. now three times. So thank you for uh, taking my call. But uh, you know, Rogers, the offense. You know, they're they're fluid. They're flowing, like you had mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was I was hard on MVS a couple weeks ago, but. You know, the way he's handled himself and moved forward, you can see the trust, you know, building with Aaron Rodgers. Like last night, right. he had, what, four or five catches? Six for six. Six for six. And then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, amazing catch at the the end zone there. And also, right. you know, EQ, too. He's he's hitting him. Um, but, yeah, with the road to Lambeau, it's a tough road for uh, any team to come in, you know, with the story history we have and the winning percentages we have. Um, and if we hold this first seed, who's to say some of these teams we're talking about are even going to be there? Because right. this year, this year it's been, you know, look at Philly. Philly just beat the Saints last night. Mm-hmm. It's, it's which is why you can kind of look at these teams and say everybody's got a flaw. Yeah, and and it's it's game Sunday. You know, it, it could be the underdog winning the fluke game. Big big seeded team gone. Right, you know that, that that cleans cleans the path to the, the promised land. So, I just I just want to also finish with you know, you Packer fans listening out there, you're kind of taken for granted. We we've had a very successful successful years for the last thirty years. You always could be a Lions or Bears fan. So, right. I just want to end on that. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening to us up in Rice Lake as well. That's another area I miss getting to. Can't wait for all this COVID stuff to be in the rearview mirror and get some warmer weather and get back out again. That's a tremendous golf tournament they have up there every year, and they do so much for charity up there. I can't wait to get up there and see those guys again. Um, but he's right. Now, I, I, you know, 
not being a Lions or Bears fan or what have you, notwithstanding, um, you know, you look at a guy like who could be the X factor, you know, and uh, our friend from New York called a little while ago and said he could it could be a guy like A.J. Dillon. It's probably a little bit of a reach. I mean, you know, unless there's an injury, then all of a sudden A.J. Dillon comes out of nowhere and starts to run and, and perform extremely well and gain that trust. But you could be looking at a guy like Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Equinemia St. Brown. I don't even want to say Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard is kind of a guy that was looked at as the second, but the guy that's emerging as the true second to Devontae Adams is now Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You know, Tanyan was 5-for-5 yesterday as well. Five catches, 36 yards. He got into the end zone. But you look at a guy that – and, again, Equinemia St. Brown only had one target and one catch yesterday for 15 yards, but moved the sticks. That's all you're asking him to do. Tavon Austin was two for two. Had a three-yard catch and a, and a five-yard catch yesterday. Just moved just moved forward. Just sustain a drive. You know? Eight different receivers caught passes yesterday for the Packers. And he's spreading it around. Aaron Rodgers only had seven incompletions yesterday. 26 of 33, 290 yards, three touchdowns, ran one in as well, and a quarterback rating of 133.6. I mean, that's just getting it done. Now, the secondary for Detroit is nowhere near what you're going to be facing when you face the guys up front and the secondary of, say, the Rams or even um, Tampa Bay. I think the overall defense is pretty good that they put up out there or down there in New Orleans, but their defense in Seattle is not that They've had too many injuries. Too many guys have not been able to participate this year. So they've had their own issues. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Let's go to uh, Chuck listening to us in Illinois. Chuck, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, doing great. Doing great, Bill. Doing great. Good to hear. I've been a Packer Packer fan. Well, let's see, I'm 70. So I've been a Packer fan since about uh, the late 50s. And all these people need to calm down, okay? There's one thing about the Packers at Lambeau Field. These teams that you're talking about coming in, New Orleans, L.A., they're dome teams. They're nice. They're used to playing on this nice, short, little grass that's nice and easy to run on. You can run speeds on. They come to Lambeau, and, oh, the grass is a little bit long. They slip. They fall. And in my opinion, humble opinion, there's only one team that can beat the Packers, and that's the Packers. Nobody mm-hmm. else. Nobody else. If you look back at the problems we've had this year, it's usually mistakes that we made, not that they made, not that not, not that they overcome was so big. We fumbled the ball at the last minute. We do. We we've done that. But you know, the coaches seem to have tightened a lot of that stuff up. He doesn't point fingers. He just keeps the keeps the train moving, and uh, um, the defense is the defense. You know what? They, I think you pointed out earlier, they stopped Detroit a number of times. Mm-hmm. They got those three and outs. You know, if they're such a horrible defense as some people would like to say, how'd they get these three and outs? Oh yeah, everybody's gonna. You know, this is the National Football League. They got great players. Everybody's got great players. Stafford is a good quarterback. Stuff happens. But at the end of the day, who walked away with the W? It wasn't the Lions. 
Nope. With 10 of them, the Packers have walked away with it. Appreciate the phone call. And I, I see exactly what you're saying. Look, you know, you take away the turnovers in that game against Indianapolis, and that's actually a win. I, I believe the Packers win that game had they not had they not turned the ball over and fumbling it away. Um, none of which was – I mean, even on the special teams fumble. At the end of the game, I believe that they still walk away with a victory in that game. And that would have been their, quote, second signature win of the season. So I, I understand where a lot of people have trepidation, absolutely. And I'm right there with you. Look, I, I think that this defense is not a, a – if this defense – if you're asking this defense in an NFC Championship game to go win you the game, can they? Uh, anything can happen. But the consistency with which they play is not, is not spectacular. 855-830-8648. We'll get more of your phone calls when we come back. Hey, uh, our friends at Van Horn Automotive, man, they are employee-owned. They're the only, by the way, employee-owned auto, uh, automotive group in Wisconsin. And all their employees have that vested interest and your complete satisfaction. Look, they take care of you from beginning to end, from service, all the sales, uh, certainly. Uh, their GMs are great people. Uh, all you got to do is get in touch with them, and uh, they just want to make things work. Without a doubt, uh, they've got they, even in service. When you talk about their service department, zero percent financing for twelve months, up to two thousand bucks on service. Because right now, everybody knows, you know, times are tough. There's a lot of people that are either out of work, took pay cuts, whatever. They're trying to help you out. That's what they do. And when they do that, uh, you buy a new car, you get oil changes for life, you know. But everything that they do, they want you to just take a look. If you're looking for an automotive, anything. Take a look at their website. Go to VanHornAuto.com. New cars, used cars, service of vehicles, and all they have growing dealerships all throughout the state of Wisconsin and over into Iowa. They just continue to get bigger, 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 bigger. But they have not lost their roots because, again, family-born, employee-owned, which means all of them, not just one dealership, but all of them. Check them out. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And see for yourself why I've been there four different occasions. Great people. Great service. Uh, you really trust them, and uh, there's always there's always one around. No matter where you are in the state of Wisconsin, over into Iowa, there's always one around. So check out VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Why not the Green Bay Packers? Your takeaway from the win yesterday, and if they get the top seed in the NFC in an NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field, tell me who's beating them there. Tell me who's beating them there when Aaron Rodgers brings up the question of, we've had four NFC Championship games, all of them on the road. If they get one at Lambeau Field, do they win it? Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Why not the Green Bay Packers? Why not? Right? I think everybody in the NFC this year, there's no, like, super dominant team. If the Packers end up 13-3, and that win over Tennessee will be their signature win along with a signature win over New Orleans. Everybody else they will have faced short of Indianapolis... And Tampa Bay will be sub-500. 
Um, then again, if Minnesota continues to win, they could end up with a, a winning record, and they beat them in the opener and did it quite handily, and then uh, that would be a team that they lost to when they started to become a on-the-rise team, when they started to put it all back together, getting Dalvin Cook back and healthy. And So, you know, I mean, the season will be, you know, it is what it is, and like I said, we're not hiding any flaws. We're just merely saying that every team has a flaw, and will this team have enough defense just to support the offense and put them ultimately in a Super Bowl down in Tampa Bay? 855-830-8648. Coming up after the bottom of the hour, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is going to join us, breaking down the film of yesterday's contest. So we're going to get into that discussion. we got a lot of people that have chimed in in many different areas. Uh, get back to the phone calls here. Let's go to Marcus on the north side. Marcus, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. How you doing, man? How you doing today, man? Doing great. Doing great. What's up? Hey, um... So the potential, are you stating that uh, New Orleans could come to Green Bay for that championship game? Um, I don't. I haven't seen how everything's going to shake out yet, but I'm just talking about teams that could possibly end up coming to Green Bay because I think some of the better teams, the cream of the crop would be New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and probably the Rams. Those are the three teams that I think are going to end up in an NFC championship game facing Green Bay if it goes that far. I would be more fearful of New Orleans, uh, even though the – I don't know what's going to happen with Breeze, but that would be the the one team that that who could care less. And I'm still, Bill. I'm sorry. I'm still having flashbacks of Michael Vick coming into Green Bay. So uh, I think teams have adapted to weather conditions. So I still have that Michael Vick situation where I really thought we were going to get that done. And so I think that people come from all over the country. I think that's not going to be an issue. And then my. Uh, Second point I want to make to you, rapid fire, because I know you got to go, is what's going to happen with Aaron Jones, what I'm hearing with this development, uh, with his contract where I guess his agent, uh, they cut ties or what have you. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully Aaron Jones is open to what the Packers think his value is worth. But I really think that that dynamic to, to let him go away, I think that would be a sad situation. And I want to get your thoughts on that because I really think that's a good developing story. But I really think that the Packers got a good shot. If they make it to the, the NFC Championship, I think that the Packers, this, like Aaron Rodgers said, would pull this off. And I think they actually would win the Super Bowl. But I want, really want you to get to the Aaron Jones situation that, that they can come to some type of agreement versus cutting the cords with them thinking that we can get another guy next man up. Thank you. No, I, I I agree with it. Appreciate the phone call. In case you didn't know what he was talking about, Aaron Jones, it came out over the weekend that Aaron Jones has parted ways with his agent. Uh, they became, I guess, at least according to the reports, it was a stalemate with the Green Bay Packers in his renegotiation or negotiation to try to sign a contract extension and remain in Green Bay. Now, what, what the holdup is, specifics, we don't know. We don't have the specifics, or at least they haven't uh, leaked out as of yet. But what he did was is fire his agent. He's currently looking for a new agent. I, I, I don't know if he's got one particular person in mind or not, but uh, waiting for that story to develop. Sometimes, and I have said this before and I'll say it again, guys realize that the agents work for them and not vice versa. And if you really, if you are, if you believe that you have a deal and your agent will not sign it or won't be a part of it, then you fire your agent. 
You know, if you feel that your agent isn't doing all he can to secure a deal, you fire your agent. Um, now, most agents, you know, when, when you hear of agents being fired, it's because the agent believes there's more out there and the agent gets paid as much as you do. You know, because they work on percentages. If they believe a bigger percentage is out there, they want the bigger percentage. It's, I mean, they've got a business as well. It's not just them doing your bidding, even though you're the client. It's them going for as much pie as they can get as well. And sometimes, in the majority of times, I should say, when I've heard of players firing agents, it's either one, because agents have lied to them, or just they don't feel that the agent has their best interest in mind. Or sometimes they feel that the, they are not the biggest client of their agents. Sometimes it's ego more than anything. They want to be, they want to be on this winning team of, of players and agents rather than maybe, you know, they don't feel they're, they're the highest man on the totem pole in the agency they're working with. But, uh, but a, not, I'd say a lot of the time, most of the time, when a guy fires his agent, it's because he wants the deal that's out there and the agent is pushing him in a different direction. And then it just becomes contentious. Suddenly you find yourself arguing with your agent. And then you're like, okay, we're not on the same page. You need to go. It's a business decision. So I guess in in essence, that, at least from my perspective, bodes well. Packers fan for Aaron Rodgers remaining because Rodgers – or excuse me, Aaron Jones remaining uh, because Jones – you would get the sense that maybe he just wants to stay and wants to work out a deal just with the Packers. And his agent is probably saying, no, there's bigger pie out there. And he's like, I just want to stay with the Packers. Let's figure that out. And and just that's how I read it. Now, I could be way off base. I, who knows what goes on behind closed doors. But just from historical experience and talking with players over the years that have let go of agents or changed agencies it's because either they one didn't feel that they were being they they weren't a priority or a concern or two they wanted to do something and the agent didn't and most of the time the agent's telling them do this do this do this where it's more money and the player doesn't want to do that because the grass isn't always greener you know what i mean so that just just my perspective in all of that. 855-830-8648 if you want to chime in, do it. Hey, when we come back, I'm going to talk with Eric Branch, check of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. My friends, I've got a couple of great winter getaway ideas right now. And let's be honest, getting away from all the noise and just trying to, trying to end 2020 on a positive note, which has been such a craptastic year, would be great, right? A totally remote setting, social distancing built right in, Pine Mountain Resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, all you get, consistently rated, by the way, the number one ski resort in Michigan and in Wisconsin. We've got snow on the ground. We've got cold weather here. And now when you book your ski weekend uh, and you get away before Christmas or you book it before Christmas, you're going to get two lift tickets absolutely free. That's a $110 value. Just go to PineMountainResort.com. That's PineMountainResort.com. Or head north to the iconic Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin. That's 78 miles north of Green Bay. And, uh, well, that's right on an island. They've got social distancing built right in. But you can do uh, cross-country skiing. There's plenty, plenty of snowmobile trails up there. As a matter of fact, over 400 miles of snowmobile trails up in that area. And they have snowmobile parking 
up there as well. I've been up there in the wintertime. It's really cool. You get, you know, 50 snowmobiles parked out front. Everybody's in the Boundary Waters pub and grill and enjoying themselves and singing karaoke. It's a lot of fun. But head up there, and if you if you want to socially distance, that's fine too. Sit in the pool or the hot tub, the biggest pool up there in the UP area. Enjoy great dining, and uh, just book your weekend right now. If you do it again, book your weekend before Christmas. You get a free night stay in the springtime. That's a $189 value. So Christmas, hey, it's right around the corner. We know that. Maybe you just want to get away with your significant other. Maybe your family. Who knows? You're going to socially distance that way. But go to the4seasonswi.com for the Four Seasons Island Resort or pinemountainresort.com for the ski weekend at Pine Mountain Resort. Again, the4seasonswi.com or pinemountainresort.com. Two great winter getaways and two great offers. You can't go wrong. Tell them we sent you. More of the Bill Michael Show with Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Um, I, I take my hat off to him because it's not easy. I mean, even even for me, uh, you know, not seeing any targets for the basically the whole second half until the end of the game right there. It's tough making plays, man, when you haven't, you're not familiar as much and you haven't been, you know, getting your hands on the ball. So, um, you know, even within one game, it can be tough. So, you know, I got a lot of respect for that man for, you know, coming out and just catching the ball the way he did. And, and uh, you know, you could see as, as the game went on, just the more and more comfortable catching the ball and then starting to look to get yak immediately. So that's the way we play. Um, you know, our, our, our mental is always trying to, be on the next play and um, for him to come out and do that, it says a lot about, you know, how, how his mind state is right now. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michael Show continues. The question is, why not the Green Bay Packers? Best game of his career, Marquez Valdez-Scanling. That is Devontae Adams talking about it. As yesterday, the Packers get a win 31-24 in Detroit. They knock off the Lions. They go to 10-3. and They win the NFC North back-to-back years, and now they are the top seed in the NFC. Coming in now are uh, our green and gold analyst. Uh, when you talk about breaking down film from the Green Bay Press-Gazette, it's Eric Baranchek uh, is here with us. So, Eric, uh, my question, battle cry today has been, why not the Green Bay Packers, you know? Totally, I know. I, I don't understand. I mean, they're the number one in the NFC. Um, they got, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the game. Um, they're running, their offense is looking pretty good. Yeah. The defense has got some, got a couple, uh, warts out there. And, um, recently their special teams have, uh, not looked so hot, but, um, are so special, I guess, uh, play on words, but, uh, otherwise, you know, I mean, looking at this thing, I think they do just enough to win. I mean, what's, uh, does it matter? If you win by 20 points or if you win by one, in my book, no. You get a W. That's what matters. Um, I look at yesterday's game. First of all, let's talk about Marquez Valdez scaling. A couple of weeks in which he wasn't being heavily targeted. Yesterday, he's six for six, gets uh, uh, close to 100 yards, gets a touchdown. By far his best game. If he emerges, and I'm not saying he's going to be anywhere near Devontae Adams, but if he emerges – and really begins to play some solid football, and the concentration level is there. He's not dropping passes and such. How big of a weapon does he become? Well, he definitely is a uh, someone who is going to be a, uh, like a supporting actor. That's for sure. I think um, I think the 
the guy that's in the offense that's uh, well, emerging as a bigger weapon is, is Robert Tanyan, uh, or Tanyan, excuse me, Robert. Um, but but going back to the MVS, he certainly got some speed, and I think they figured out how to get him moving, uh, get him going, and throw something. Uh, you know, he got a cut that first pass, kind of, kind of set the story for him for the game. You know, threw it out there in the flat and let him run with it. Uh, that was that was you know that might be what they have to do to get him uh, going here until he he matures a little bit more. The uh, the run game has been good. Um, I obviously it ha- it's not what you rely upon continuously, but it's just so dynamic when it comes to just watching the difference between Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Now we hear that Aaron Jones has fired his agent. I was saying a little bit earlier that usually when guys fire their agents, it's either they don't one they feel underappreciated, like they are not getting enough attention paid to them. Or two, it's because they want something and the agent is advising them against it, so they find somebody who's going to agree with them and do what it is. Because ultimately, and I've said this time and again, the agent works for you, not vice versa. And the agents usually want to go where the money is because they get a big piece of the pie as well. Maybe that's an indicator that Aaron Jones wants to remain in Green Bay. Uh, How do you see the firing of Aaron Jones' agent and him trying to find a new agent now? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know anything about the story or what's going on in there, and it's hard for me to speculate. I just don't have an idea what uh, what's going on there with that situation. Then the uh, the defense, is the defense coming on now that they're getting to the uh, quarterback more and more? They had seven sacks against Carson Wentz and company. They had four sacks again yesterday. Uh, while they did give up some bigger drives, they were able to get off the field on third down more than a few times. They ended a quarter or uh, ended a half in the first half, uh, defensively speaking. Uh, do you see the defense getting better, or do you see the defense just kind of just hanging on by a thread? Well, it's kind of funny. So I was thinking about that this morning. Um, it seems like the Packers' defense just needs to make them, the opposing team, punch one more time more than the Packers. Um, I, the good thing is, is they were see, starting to see – some more pressure from the middle part of the defense. What I really like is that the fact that they're sending more D-backs and they're, and they're shooting backers uh, and they're trying to get the quarterback off the spot, um, understanding that they're struggling this year with just four. So that, to me, is, uh, is what I really like about it. And let's face it, not every team that they play against is going to have Matthew Stafford back there. And with a lesser quarterback, you look at Carson Wentz with seven sacks, right? Um and, 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 you know, and listen, poor, poor guy plays for the Lions, but, man, that Matthew Stafford is a tough competitor and a good quarterback, uh, a great quarterback, and the, um, the Packers were able to get him off the field. So that bodes well for them going forward. Now the, the, the big hurdle for me to say, yeah, the, the, the defense is improving is they got to shut down Tennessee. They can do that. They'll get my nod. Right now it's – you know, they're doing what they need to do to get by and they're moving forward uh, with some things and maybe they're trying to hold some stuff back a little bit, but really the reality is, is they're getting off the field and that's the most important thing. The, when you talk about Tennessee being the proving ground, and, and I agree with you, if they can, you know, let's say, uh, you know, Derrick Henry gets 120 yards, dents the end zone only one time, and the Packers win the game by 10 or more, okay? I think we all would agree that that would be a hell of a performance, but does – the combination with Ryan Tannehill mean as much if all you got to do is focus on stopping the run and make Tannehill beat you. If you can just keep Derrick Henry, like I said, 125 yards, a touchdown, 
you're going to win that game most likely, right? I, I would agree. Uh, you know, the, the with Pettin and his philosophy is uh, is stopping the pass over and above anything else. You know, his, you know you've heard the, the comments and you heard the philosophy is that you can fly faster than you can run, right? So um, you've really got to make sure that they are have to. But on this particular team, when they play the Titans, they're going to have to button it up. They're going to have to, you know, button up. And I thought they did well. Um, against the against the Lions running the ball. I mean, they only gave up 45 yards to running backs on the ground. That's not bad. Um, mm-hmm. That's not a bad day performance whatsoever. So, you know, they can, like you said, 125 yards and a touchdown, they probably are going to win that ball game. Um, I don't care if they win by 10 or by 2. It doesn't make a difference. The difference is they're going to have to be able to prove to, to not only um, other teams that they face, but themselves that they can, they can button it up. And, and, and make them throw the ball. That's going to be really important because, you know, first and second down on the ground has kind of been the bugaboo for that defense, and they're going to have to they're going to have to put their make sure they all wear uh, mouth guards and button up to get that one done. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, a guy that's hurt them in the past, four carries, seven yards yesterday, didn't really do much of anything against them. DeAndre Swift only averaged three point four yards per carry. So yeah, it was a solid day for the run defense of the Green Bay Packers. Talking with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Now, uh, I guess the X factor could also be whether or not special teams is actually special. You had mentioned this a little earlier. Uh, and again, another gaffe in which they give up a big return. Um, that is just merely gap assignment. Nine times out of ten, more than anything, unless you just flat out get blown up. Usually, it's just stay in your lane. Don't get outside. Don't create a, a gap or allow them to get you a wedge, and all of a sudden have a big one broken off. But special teams, to me, uh, is about flipping the field and and putting points on the board. That's it. And if you can't do that consistently, then that's going to be probably what costs you a ball game before it's all said and done. So I look at it this way: that if they can just I'm not saying even be special. Just don't allow things to get away from you. Then this team should be able to not have to worry about special teams in any sense. And, you know, Tavon Austin, whether or not he's the real deal, we'll wait and see. But to me, it's about just don't give up the big returns. And also in, in that state, don't uh, – don't you'd be able to flip the field. That's it. Because I thought that big punt yesterday came – from uh, J.K. Scott and landed three yards just outside of the end zone and then some bouncing in. Had it been five yards shorter, chances are they down it inside the five. But that's neither here nor there. It's just don't allow those big returns. Well, correct. And, you know, late in the ballgame, nine chances out of ten, that ball, that, that kickoff that got returned, that ball is six yards deep in the end zone. No one's taking that out. It's just they're just not going to take it out. However, the Packers have proven now that maybe teams are going to. And it's late in the game. They're down by 10. You know, they are 7, whatever it was. They needed to, that play. They needed to get that ball out of there. <clears throat> and um, so that was going to happen no matter what. And wherever they could have kicked it at the, you know, 9 yards deep and they were going to take that ball out. They needed to, to, to put them, give themselves a chance. Um, and, and I thought earlier in the ball game, you know, Patrick, or what it, I always forget his first name, but uh, Ramsey just blasted uh, that kick returner, and I thought that was pretty solid. And it, it looked like, all right, they turned it around. They just kicked a 58-yard field goal. Um, usually that's enough, but for some reason, they just can't get it together on their return or their, their cover teams. Um, and if you look at this game, it was, you know, at that kickoff, it just looked like they just didn't converge, you know, like the way they should. You know, the, the ball's in the corner of the end zone. It, that, that cover team should have, in my opinion, should have converged a little bit more um, around the 20-yard line. It just 
you know, it didn't happen. And, and kudos to the Lions because they were they were double teaming guys. They had a you know a wall left set up, and they double teamed a couple of guys that were coming through there. And then there was one guy that took out two Packers, and it was kind of a kind of a lucky draw. But I <clears throat> I'm on your side too. I I think the special teams, the punter's got a he's got a, a tremendous leg. He really can't kick the ball out of the stadium. But uh, you know, last week we saw him not be able to pinpoint it, uh, and that one that. You know, bounced into the end zone. Sure would have been nice if that one would have got down inside the five. But, you know, they they need to shore it up. And they either got to kick it out of the end zone on kickoffs or they got to um, they just got to make sure that they figure out a way to cover that up. Eric, good stuff as always. Appreciate it. We'll talk again later this week as we get ready for the Saturday night contest, okay? Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I look forward to talking to you on Friday. Thank you. Absolutely, pal. Talk to you soon. Eric Baranchek at the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com. You can find him on Twitter at EricBaranchek1, at EricBaranchek1, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Hey, uh, it's grilling weather. You can grill, right? You can grill at any point in time. But then again, if you've got things uh, that you're going to be doing and cooking inside, we had a lot of stews and soups and all kinds of good stuff over here at the house this past weekend. Had a few friends over, and they uh, they all brought something. And there was some good stews, some good chili, too, as a matter of fact. And if you're going to be doing that, Schulze Family Beef, they have everything that you need. Uh, their family farm in Hubbard, Wisconsin, has prov- been providing high-quality pasture-raised beef to all of us here in the Midwest for three generations. COVID cases are rising. You want to stay out of the grocery stores. This is a great way to do it. You can choose from a wide variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts even. You can get that curated gift box or have it all packed up in dry ice and it arrives right there on your doorstep in just a couple of days even with a monthly subscription. And they have those meats, like I said, for the cold weather stews and chilies and soups and Facebook recipes. And they've got holiday tomahawk ribeyes, perfect for those small gatherings like like I had here at the house. And you can order them uh, while they last. For a no-brainer, though, Instapot meals, just for you and maybe a couple of people in the house. Instapot meals, and Instapots are becoming really big right now as well, big holiday gifts. So check them out, and happy holidays, by the way, from our friends at Schulze Family Beef on the web at Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. It happened again, not in a good way. Tell you what we're talking about next on the Bill Michael Show. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Green Bay Packers with a 31-24 win at Ford Field. It's the seventh time the Packers have clinched the division since Aaron Rodgers was quarterback, and he was asked how does this year's team compare to years past. Those camaraderie and chemistry and ability to deal with adversity and not start pointing fingers. And I feel like this team has a lot of those characteristics. The Lions had some big plays and some bad breaks. It looked like wide receiver Marvin Jones had a catch at the Green Bay one-yard line that was nullified by the refs. You know, when something like that happens, um, you know, you get more motivated, you know, to make another catch. The Lions defense missing both starting cornerbacks and defensive end Everson Griffin, inactive after being placed on the COVID-19 list before the game. Lions head coach Daryl Bevel. Yeah, it's it's always, you know, tough to lose players um, of that caliber. Um, you know, gave effort. They fought their best ability out there. 
Would we love to have Everson? Absolutely. And, that, you know, I think you can make a difference for us. Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams set a new Packers record with a touchdown catch in eight consecutive games, breaking the record set by Don Hudson in 1944. Devontae talked about how good the offense is right now. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying where we're at, enjoying where the position that my coach and uh, my quarterback are putting me in and get comfortable, fully comfortable out there to where they feel like they should win every time and make every single play. That's Devontae Adams in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Over the weekend, the one story that kind of fell by the wayside has been the fact that the Wisconsin Badgers got beat again. They get uh, kind of drilled by Iowa. And um, obviously uh, a turnover uh, from Graham Mertz and company. But uh, I-, I thought it was interesting, the Graham Mertz, who was, and rightfully so, I mean, the debut that he had for the Wisconsin Badgers was spectacular. And then COVID hit him, and if anybody's had COVID, each person takes a little bit longer to recover just because you don't have it. You're not showing signs of it when it comes to the actual tests anymore, the toll it takes on the body. So I don't know if that's something that's been reminiscent for Graham Mertz, but I do know that that team, that Wisconsin team, has been ravaged. He's been missing his number one back, his wideouts. And uh, they were never a strong offensive team coming into the season to begin with. And the same thing is happening to Graham Mertz that we saw happen to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, where people are sending just disgusting things to him when it comes to threats and criticism and such. And it just, you know, look, it's it's tough enough. This is just a bad year when it comes to Wisconsin football in the sense of, you had the Big Ten bail in the season and then try to re- kind of put it all back together again. And then COVID hit the program and, you know, they they missed some games and games are being canceled. It's just been herky-jerky. I, I am not putting much stock into this season the way I normally would, only for the fact that it, it's just been such an incredibly adverse year. I think you you finish everything out, you you hit the reset button, and that's all you can do, you know, and that's what they did. Just hit the reset button, let's start over, and we'll see you again come spring. Hang in there, a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show, looking around the rest of the NFC and AFC right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.